Hello and welcome to the Authority of Love. I'm Greg Williams and we're back for another wonderful Family Foundation Friday with a lot of great news and encouraging uh, situations we want to share with you. And with the upcoming Kentucky Family Forum, which is just over a week away. David, thank you not only for being with us, but for the Family Forum and all the things that are building toward that. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, Greg, uh, good to be with you and we're, we're excited for what uh, the Lord has in store coming yeah. up uh, Sat week from Saturday. Week from Saturday. Yeah, and we're going to share a little bit more about with you as we close out today's uh, episode. But we want to touch on the voter guide that many of you hopefully got in the Citizen and the responses to that. Also, we want to talk a little bit about churches and pastors and what they truly can do, yeah. legally do. If they're not fearing man, there's things they can do yeah. that are legitimate and good. And we'll talk about that a little bit, plus some of the people that are going to be on the church panel at the Family Forum. We've highlighted some people throughout, so we're going to talk about that. And uh, so, David, kick us off with the response to the uh, governor's voter guide that was in the Citizen just came yeah, out a week we, or two ago. We've had a, a, a tremendous response, which is, um, you know, encouraging our, our hope and desire of uh, putting together this issue, this nonpartisan, issue-based, church-friendly right, right. voter guide. Um, comparing uh, where uh, Governor Andy Bashir stands on some important issues where uh, his uh, opponent, Republican opponent, current Attorney General Daniel Cameron stands. Uh, we included a copy of that in our, in our Kentucky Citizen publication that went out, but we also have it available as a standalone, um, uh, easy-to-print PDF on our website, and we've got a, a new uh, election resources page on our website, and if folks yeah. go to our website at kentuckyfamily.org slash vote, they can get this resource, they can get yeah. a link oh, to uh, another online uh, voter guide resource at votekentucky.us that has information on some of the other constitutional uh, officer um, statewide uh, races that are on the ballot on right. November 7th, uh, and some other resources. Uh, but we've just had a tremendous response, Greg. We have probably, between the citizens and the standalone guides, already distributed well over 50,000. I think we're going to have to order some more Praise copies. So we're great. Yeah. in that, you know, as you and I talked, I think um, ties in to um, some of the biblical worldview discussion that yes. we've had, yes, saying there, there is a, um, a desire among churchgoers to have their church equip them on um, on important issues of the day yeah. and certainly uh, where they stand on um, uh, where candidates stand on important values issues yeah. is, is a big part of that. Yeah. Uh, so let me just take a step back. Uh, we have an election coming up, Greg. Yes, if they so didn't know. Tuesday, we November 7th. We don't want to, you know, sometimes you and I, we talk about these things so much we, we assume things. Yes. Uh, uh, Tuesday, November 7th, here in, in Kentucky, we uh, voters will be voting on all the statewide constitutional officers, governor, attorney general, auditor, uh, agricultural commissioner, secretary of state, um, education, uh, uh, all those statewide races. And uh, I thought, and Greg, you agree because it's your, your program, that it would be helpful to take a step back and remind our, uh, our churches, our pastors and congregants, yes. uh, the vast freedoms that we have to yes. educate and equip the church to be good 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 stewards with the yeah. votes that they have. And so, let yeah. me Let me remind our yeah. listeners, because I've said this for years, David, yeah. um, that, and, and I've asked pastors about this and to do this, and I think it's going to tie right in, and then I want you to pick up and go yeah. with what they can and can't do. Right. But one of the main things is that that pastors and churches can clearly teach biblical principles and directly tie them to issues. Right. 
not 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 a yeah. not a candidate per se, yeah. but the issues, right. so that their members and constituents and voters within our state can know the, the the where the Bible stands and where how they can best honor and represent the Lord. Yes, that's the the main thesis of that. So tell them legally how that fits in, what they can do and can't do. Yeah. So uh, and again on, on the uh, on our election resources website that I just mentioned on our website, we've got links to some additional church resources. So some great guidance from uh, from our friends at Alliance Defending Freedom, a Christian legal organization that has a great document on some of this. Uh, also a, an even more concise version. Uh, that is titled Church and Government, Know Your Legal Rights, that our friends at First Liberty Institute have put together. Both of those are uh, downloadable and easy to share um, yeah. on our, yeah, on so our they website. Could take, they could take those that you're talking about and these kind of things, download them and yeah. print them at their church office, and just let people have them. They're Absolutely. nonpartisan. Right. Right? Yeah. They're not opinion. They're they're on record, those kind of things. Absolutely. So, yes, yes. But just to kind of go through the, the basics, and, and as, we, as we're thinking about churches and and what churches can do um, and what they can in terms, of, in terms of the state of law, Greg. First off, most everything that we're going to talk about are things that churches can do. Yes. So churches yes. can register their members to vote. And right. to remind folks, uh, the voter registration deadline here in Kentucky, I believe, is October 10th. Yeah. So if, if you have Four folks who, who haven't um, are not registered or have moved and haven't updated their voter registration, you can um, you can help facilitate that and right. encourage folks and to now, do now that. Now, you can't encourage them or, or force them in any way to vote for a particular or register for a particular party. Right. But, but you but can, you you can, can have the voter registration Absolutely. there. Turn it yeah. out. Yes. You can pass out uh, nonpartisan voter guides like the, the one that we yes. produced, um, and, and folks can request more copies of that um, if they'd like to. Um, you know, th there's other things that churches can do. Um, if say a ch uh, you know church wants to host a candidate forum um, uh, and wants to invite all the candidates to come right, right. speak, uh, regardless and, and, of who comes, right? regardless of who, that, right? uh, who yes. comes, uh, invite all the candidates in a, in a race, um, and, uh, and and you can do that. And then certainly, Greg, as, as you already talked about, you know, churches can speak directly about specific issues, yes. specific pieces of legislation. Uh, in addition to voter guides, they can, um, um, you know, these are not legislative races that are going to be on the on the right, ballot in right. Kentucky this go round. That'll be uh, next year that we have all the yeah, yeah. state house and Congress. But you can educate folks on on voter records. Uh, you know, we put together a, a legislative voter record, a legislative scorecard right. uh, for the for the state legislative candidates. These are all things that churches can do, and you know, Greg, as we talked about speaking to issues and what the Bible has to say. Not only yes. can churches do, we would say they they should, and they're that. called to do yes. that, not to yes. overly politicize. But when no. the opportunity arises to speak to speak to what the Bible has to say about yeah. these issues, you and I have been talking the last couple of weeks about how the issue of abortion has um, been a, a front and center issue well, in the governor's race. Yes. The issue of of uh, battling the transgender identity and whether children should be able to be, um, you know, uh, quote unquote transitioned or not. Yeah. Uh, you know, those have been obviously big public issues and certainly um, uh, churches can take the time to speak to those issues. Yeah, and David, um, here's the thing. They are public. They are political issues. But first and foremost, those are biblical, biblical issues. Moral issues. Absolutely. And we are obligated to stand on those, on God's truth on those, and help people understand them. How yeah. they vote is up to them. 
But pastors and teachers and leaders are obligated to stand on God's truth and help others do the same. Absolutely. Right. So really the, the, the two main things that, uh, you know, churches can't do is, is to, as a church, as an organization, endorse or oppose a particular candidate or to use... Uh, and something I don't know that I've actually ever seen a church have a desire to do to actually, you know, donate church funds to a particular right, candidate, right? right. right? Uh, right. Um, but look, while we say that churches can't do those things, um, we do need to remind folks that pastors, in their individual capacity, in their right as a voter, as a as a citizen of citizen, this country, exactly they right. don't give up their First Amendment rights right. just because right. they're a pastor of a church. And I'm not saying it might be the right thing to do or the prudent thing to do right. uh, in certain circumstances, but right. pastors can certainly, in their individual capacity, endorse candidates, support candidates, right. um, you know, uh, donate to candidates, uh, you know, in accordance to the, the laws that apply to any other person yes. as it relates to Just those kinds of things. Just be and wise in how you do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You don't stand up for right. the congregation I'm not the pastor now. I'm just a citizen and a voter. Here's what I would do. Yeah. Have the yeah. separate meetings. Do we, it in and, different ways. Yeah. Yes. And look, there certainly are, 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 are pastors that do that. And there has been, yes. you know, there has been a movement been a over the yeah. years of yes. Pulpit Freedom Sunday where, uh, you know, pastors have in their, in their you know, capacity as... Uh, I would agree with right. that. I would right. agree with them doing that. So yes. uh, I, I don't want to get too far down in the weeds in that, but there, yeah. let's just say... There are a lot of, and I may have mentioned some of those Christian legal organizations that are more than willing to someday, if, if the IRS so yeah. determined yes. to try to challenge a pastor for, for, for speaking their, using their, their First Amendment free speech rights to engage in an election, that are more than willing to defend them. Yes. Uh, because as, as, you know, Greg, we hear this talked about a lot, you know, the threat of of, of tax-exempt status loss. Yeah. And certainly yeah. we are seeing the other side, and by that I mean, hardcore, um, you know, leftist uh, politicians and some even after some of the recent Supreme Absolutely. Court decisions saying, you know, the IRS should go after churches. Yeah. Uh, while we That's know, been going certainly while. disagree with that, yeah. there has not been a church that has lost its 501c3 status yeah. because of how on it's those uh, on those types yes. of issues. Right. Uh, but we're, we're not here encouraging, uh, you know, uh, to, to promote that per se. We just want to equip folks on the broad right. rights yes. that churches have, how they can uh, equip folks. And, and then also to remind pastors that they are um, still have all the First Amendment protections yes. that any that other citizen have, has. Right, right. Every pastor uh, church Now, leader. again, prudence and, and, and you know, how the, the church may, uh, you know, decide that they want those kinds of things handled are obviously left up to the, to the church and the uh, authority under which, uh, yeah, but don't, uh, but don't run from. But it in right, fear. right. Don't run from There's it in no fear. reason to be no. in fear, and so many times, Greg, and I know you know this. What has happened is it is not because of some law or concern about what the IRS may or may not do that has caused right. um, churches to be silent on important issues. It has been just a general fear of the way man, the it way the culture respond. is going to exactly respond. Right. It has not been. A, a legal issue yeah. that has caused this. So we, no. we just wanted to take an opportunity with the interest in the election growing and uh, the voter guide to remind uh, churches of what their rights are so that we can be uh, good stewards uh, of the unbelievable rights and freedoms that we have in this country yes. um, that uh, a lot of places in the world do not have. Right. right. Well, and David, as we close out today, I know we've talked about it, so let's share a little bit more. We always highlight, we're going to talk about the family forum coming up a week from tomorrow. Yeah. 
uh, Saturday, October the 7th. Um, in line with what we've shared today, I'm going to give you two names. We've already talked yeah. about one. Josh Hirschberger. Yeah. And David Clausen. Tell our listeners a little bit more about that. They'll be on the church council. Yeah, we'll have a, a, a one of the panels during the event uh, on uh, Saturday, October 7th. Our, our family forum will be a church uh, a, a church and pastors, how to be salt and light in the culture uh, panel. David Clausen from the Family Research Council will be talking more about right. the biblical worldview study. Josh Herberger works for our Indiana Family Policy Council ally, and he leads the Church Ambassador Network uh, initiative there in Indiana. We have recently just launched the Church Ambassador Network initiative here in Kentucky, yeah. and we're going to be sharing more about that. But to give folks a preview, the heart of that ministry is to connect the shepherds of God's church with the shepherds of his government in That's relationship That's great. For, uh, to impact the culture. Which I believe is and God's we'll, design. That is. And we'll be talking design. about that more yes. and about how folks can engage here in Kentucky in that initiative yeah. at the forum. So we're excited about it. Folks can get tickets at KentuckyFamily.org. We have a few individual tickets remaining, and folks can still use the discount code that we mentioned last week, 10OFF. Uh, 10 one zero OFF to save ten dollars on the right. uh, on the ticket that includes yeah. lunch. There's a, there's a code that you can put that in when you the go to KentuckyFamily.org. Yeah. The promo code it's one zero OFF, no spacing or anything, and you get ten dollars off. Just a few seats left, so jump and on you're going to be on that week. panel as well, Greg. Okay, so, well, yeah, yeah that, well, I'll probably be listening a lot. So, but I do appreciate being a part of that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, we want to thank you as listeners for watching us, uh, for listening, and or if you go watch it on the video again. Uh, thanks always for your prayers, and thanks uh, to the Lord, always to Him. Uh, join us again next week, and we appreciate that. And now listen for Bill Reeser and Encounter coming right up, and then at 1245, my good friend Greg Horn and Hope is here. I'm Greg Williams, and you're listening to The Authority of Love. <laughs>